the Chair 2 Leaders Podcast with your hosts, Danny Smith and Ben South. If you lead from the second chair or you work with those who do, this is a place for you. We're glad you're here for conversations about the church, ministry, life, and how we can serve better for God's kingdom. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Chair 2 Leaders. My name is Danny Smith. I'm alongside Ben South for another episode. We're so glad that you've joined us. Ben, how are you today? I'm doing good, Danny. It's been a great week. Man, we're in the fall. School started. Football has started. Well, I don't know what more you could ask for. You know what? It's a great time of the year. I absolutely love uh, football season. In fact, um, I tell people it's kind of the other Christmas holiday for us, that first opening weekend. Uh, just a ton of fun. It just seems to kind of set the tone. I saw this really funny uh, meme about people in the South. I think you'll appreciate this. It said August 31st. Wow, it's so hot, so hot. Uh, September 1st, like what a hot fall day we have. And so uh, drinking their pumpkin spiced uh, lattes and things like that. So I think everybody is in the mood for good fall activity, weather, sports. It's a great time of the year. It is, except for the pesky leaves I'm going to have to rake here in a few weeks. So Well, can, you know, that's right. Yeah, that. well, that's, that's exactly right. You know, I need one of those. Uh, I don't have one of these for inside the house, but one of those uh, vacuums that just kind of roams around. I need something like that for my yard. I I thought having teenagers would do that, but apparently I was wrong. Yeah, it, teenagers don't do that. Yeah, that's right. They're like, how much are you going to pay me for this? Ain't no fun. So. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Nothing. I'm going to feed you. Nothing at all. Nothing continue at all. to so, provide you a fact, place to live. So have, have your kids ever asked you, like, point blank, how much money you make? I don't know if they've ever asked point blank. They've asked a lot of questions about it, and we tell them, not enough to do everything you want to do is one of that's right <laughs> yeah that's right yeah i had my youngest son he's a seventh grader i mean just straight up, of course it's that youngest child syndrome they just kind of do their own thing anyway and straight up asked me the other day and i said oh that's confidential uh you have to have a certain classification for that one buddy and he's like so how much do you really make and uh anyway but that made me think you know sometimes in ministry, we don't know how to answer really tough questions or how much should we share maybe among staff members or with leadership teams in the church. And so, Ben, maybe we could talk a little bit about that idea of confidentiality, uh, how it's appropriate and and uh, how we can just have it and do it well uh, in a local church. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Maybe we can just use the old investigative formula of the who, what, when, where questions to just, just talk through some of those issues of, you know, who should keep confidentiality for whom, uh, what should we keep confidential, when should we keep things confidential, and then where should that confidentially, confidentiality, uh, where should it go, how far should it go. So let's talk about the who of confidentiality. Who should be keeping things confidential? Because in ministry, especially those in the second chair, you're going to come across some information that is personal. Maybe it is salary information. Maybe it's 
personal information about members and there's care information and, you know in the hospitals they have obligations and restrictions on who can share what with who and while we don't necessarily have those federal regula regulations within the church maybe we need to think through who should we keep confidentiality with and who do we need to be careful talking certain things through yeah i agree i, th I think having that a good understanding of of who that is, you know, first of all, who the responsibility lies with. And, and, you know, this is a chair two podcast. So we're talking about folks primarily in that second chair, but it really does begin with that leadership of the church, um, especially that senior pastor um, developing that responsibility among the staff, among the leaders of the church to know who is responsible for being and keeping that confidentiality. Cause like you said, being salary or just simply information about people, information is a, is a powerful weapon and people don't always use it for the good uh, of other people or the good of a church. And so uh, understanding who um, is absolutely essential. And I think if you're in a chair two position and maybe you aren't sure what the process looks like for confidentiality, I think you just have to look in the mirror and go, okay, how can I do confidentiality well? How can I make sure I'm handling this information well? Um, I know like for me in uh, being a, a bivocational role, um, my non-ministry role has confidentiality rules, where I keep my computer, what information I keep on there. And of course, we've seen this uh, even on the news lately of, of what's, what's classified or what's confidential. So I think that who just has to start with you where you have to have some wisdom to say, if I find out some information about people, either from that person or from a staff meeting or just maybe congregation, I have a responsibility not to add to what could be a potentially damaging uh, result if I don't handle, handle that information well. So I think the who really has to start with, with us, with you in the mirror. Yeah, and I think we have to be careful that we make sure and sometimes we just need to ask those questions if you're not sure hey do i need to keep this confidential from certain people or with certain within a certain group ask your supervisor ask your senior leadership hey do we need to keep this confidential and, and follow that and i think a good question to ask yourself is okay if this was about me would i want people talking about it would i want it out there would i want others knowing about it who would i be okay knowing this information if i was the one with that and I think another thing in ministry we need to be careful at is is where we take it home. Because there's a lot of things in ministry we share with our spouses. And, and I think that's an okay thing because I think they're within the ministry with us and we need to be able to share some things with them. But the truth is there are some things I don't tell my wife. One, because I don't want her to have... Um, feelings about members or people within the church. I want to protect her against some things, yet there are some things I do share with her. So there, and I'm not, I don't know if there's a hard and fast rule for that because I, there are certain things I need to share with her that I'm not going to share with the general membership, but I, my wife needs to know what we're dealing with, what's going on. Maybe I don't share all the details of a counseling session or a, a disagreement maybe, but I may need to share some basics with that. But in that, I think you also need to be careful around your children, how you talk about things going on in your ministry, uh, what you say about them, because they're going to develop ideas about the ministry, about the church, and about people based upon how you talk about that when you're around them. So we really have to be careful, one, 
what needs to be kept confidential? Who does it need to be confidential to? And can we share this with our spouse? And then if we can, we need to be careful about how we talk about that in the home so that we're not unduly influencing our children one way or the other. Yeah, I agree. And, and I think as we talk about kind of these investigative questions, as you put it, the, the who and the what really are kind of two sides of that same coin where um, what it is is really going to define, you know, the scope of that confidentiality, obviously, and we'll talk about this maybe more in detail here in a bit, but if it's something of an illegal nature, if it's something of a, uh, of a danger, obviously there's, there's far more at, uh, at stake than simply, you know, I don't want to burden my wife or children with this if we know there's a situation there. So when you think about the who or the what, so Ben, think about your church staff maybe even in the process of you as a staff of, and I guess all these questions bleed together because I was about to use the word when, but knowing who, knowing what, and, and, and I guess we will just blend it all together. When do you take information? What are some criteria that, that you take some information to go, man, I really need to let staff member A know about this, or man, this is a whole staff, whole, you know, everything, what what are some things we can think through in terms of that um, and what does that look like? Because again, it does start with us at a very basic level, having wisdom about knowing who to talk to, how much to say and what to say. But, but what about when we need to just take it to other leaders in the church? Yeah. First, I would say there are certain things we don't have a choice whether or not to keep them confidential. If it's abuse with the child, um, you know, abuse against another person, uh, those kind of things, illegal things, we need to report them. We need to do the things that we're supposed to do to report to protect children, to protect minors, to protect uh, the integrity of the church, and to obey the laws. So there are certain things that are, we, we just don't have a choice. We have to tell them, and we can't keep them completely in-house. But I think those questions, okay, I hear something about somebody. I think one of the, the, metrics we use around here to describe who needs to know is does it affect their area of ministry if it's someone who we find out hey they've got a criminal case against them not pertaining to anything at the church we don't necessarily need to tell everybody on staff if especially if they're not working in that area however if that person is a volunteer within an area of ministry we need to let everybody in that area know what's going on at least the basics um, here's what's going on here is how we're responding. Here's how you need to respond to this situation. So, you know, for instance, if it's a issue with a student, well, obviously your your student and youth staff need to know that's going on. If there's a counseling issue with parents or something, maybe it's a marriage and the kids are in the youth group, you might not tell them all the details. You might just say, hey, I'm working with the family. If you notice anything with the kids, that's probably why. So you don't have to go into all the details, but there are implications across other ministries that we need to let those people know within those ministries if it's going to affect them. So I think we don't tell any information unless we need to tell it. But if we need to, we tell it as clearly and as simply as possible without going into details. I think that's a lot of the problem when we, we have this information we share. Sometimes we just share more than we should. Just because you know something doesn't mean you need to tell it. So we, we have to balance, okay, the need to know versus how much they need to know of in, in any given situation. 
I think that's just kind of that question. And I don't think there's a hard and fast rule. I don't think there's a line, yes, this, no, this. Because every situation is going to be a little different based upon the involvement of the person, if it's personal information, um, or how directly they're connected with that ministry. And then there's other information, such as financial information, that you may come across in ministry. That stuff you just absolutely need to keep to yourself, period. doesn't need to go anywhere else. Um, so there's a lot of those things we just have to look at what it is, what the information is, um, how important is it that we protect it? Is it an illegal something? Is it something that we need to uh, protect others with this because this information could cause harm elsewhere? What do we need to do with it? And then when is the right time to tell them? Well, I think at a point when we have enough to know exactly what's going on, when it does affect them, when it is directly related to a ministry, those people need to know. And there then may come a time when we need to let what at one point is confidential information be known to the whole church. And I think you just have to use wisdom. You need to work as a leadership team with that. I don't think you need to be going out on your own and just broadcasting that information. So it needs to be unified as a team how we're going to approach it, how we're going to communicate if there is that type of confidential information that then does need to be shared. Yeah, and, and I would, you know, I'm thinking of an example. Eight or ten years ago, we had um, someone do a background check at a church that uh, it came back, had something on there. Um, you know, anytime you get flagged back on a, a background check, I never want to say it wasn't a major deal. It was major enough where I thought, OK, we need to probably think about this. But it wasn't anything of an abuse or molesting or anything like that. So I actually, in that situation, um, called our local um, school superintendent that I knew real well. And I said, hey, when you guys are hiring teachers, what are the red flags, you know, in terms of. And, and so he and I had a discussion. It was nice to be able to reach out and say, here's what was flagged. It's major enough for me to pause and think through it, but it wasn't major enough to necessarily disqualify that person. And, and so it was nice. So I would say in these situations of confidentiality, where you run across some information, you know, asking for help from someone that you trust. Um, and again, I didn't give the person's name. Um, I gave a very general description of what the offense was and, and left it at that and just got good counsel on that. And I think it's very healthy for a church staff to know that if Ben has information, I don't have to know everything, but Ben may need somebody to come to and talk to about that. So I think maybe part of the dynamic of this confidentiality is a church staff understanding that if you don't have all the information, it's not because you're being cut out. It's not because they think less of you. Ben, I think sometimes when guys are very young still, maybe new to the ministry still, sometimes that confidentiality is is something that... Uh, uh, well, for lack of a better word, sometimes you've got to get a little thicker skin. Sometimes you've got, it's just a lot to process emotionally and spiritually. And so I think there's a wisdom issue that says, how can we get help in this situation? How can we uh, communicate this well uh, without necessarily unloading the whole entire plate, maybe on somebody that's not ready for that? And over the years, uh, you know, I think we've probably all struggled with um, opening our mouth too much. So I, it is a wisdom issue. It's a, it's a health issue of your church staff. So um, quickly think through then, but how, how do we process what needs to be 
for, for a very simplistic way, just for simplicity's sake, what we would consider maybe something kind of major um, as opposed to something kind of minor. Do you guys as a staff, do y'all have any, uh, uh, what's your process? What is, what does that look like in terms of, or, or is it like you said, is it just very informal need to know play by ear? Yeah, I don't think we have a, okay, this is our written policy for this. Usually it happens in a um, staff meeting setting where we're talking, here's this issue, here's what's going on, this needs to stay here, or we only need to let this group of people know about this right now, or you know, say this when you talk about it. So I don't think we have a hard and fast rule, but, but we need to think through how we do it, and it doesn't just need to be, okay, if you hear it, you can tell it. Because um, we do come across a lot of information, and, and we've talked about some serious things, some legal inf- uh, instances, some you know abuse situations. Obviously, there's some legal things, but there's a lot of little things you come across in ministry when you hear somebody's just having a bad day, or you know they're upset with someone, or uh, you know they're having a financial difficulty. Some of those things we just need to know when for how we handle ministry, but we don't need to let anybody else know. No one else needs to know some of those things. Uh, and we're going to come across information like this that we just need to keep confidential. And, you know, there's just some people that if, if you tell them, they're going to tell other people. So you've got to be careful who you're talking to and don't let things slip if you don't know you can trust that person with the information. So you've got to be wise with what you say and and be guarded and just not and resist the urge to share and say everything you know in any situation and just do that double check on yourself. Do I really need to share this? Is it going to help them? Is it necessary for them to know it? And otherwise I may just need to keep it to myself. You know, it's almost like there's Bible verses about being, you know, quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger, because again, information, we see it across the board. I mean, this is in every arena of life information is weaponized and used against people and uh i I think you're right i think there's a i think there's a wisdom issue at play here Uh, and i think for a church staff i think there's just that education component where um and, and i think this goes two directions i'll try to address them real quickly i think on the one hand where hopefully your senior pastor is addressing this like hey let's make sure that we're keeping this confidential let's make sure we're you know, guarding this information. And then the other side of it is um, developing the kind of relationships among the staff where we don't weaponize information as a staff where, well, I'm in the know, you're not. And we kind of play that up as I'm important. I'm more important. That's probably a whole nother podcast, but unfortunately in unhealthy staff situations or unhealthy senior pastor, chair, two leader situations, that kind of information just makes people feel like they're important, like they're needed. And so I think we have to get past our own ego with information and look at it. Okay. How can I glorify God in this? What are we doing for the integrity of the church, the witness of the church? Yeah. And just learning that very well, what sounds simple, be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger, Let's not gossip. Let's not slander. Let's not weaponize it. Let's not give a wink and a nod that something's going on. Men of faith, men of integrity and holiness in confidentiality. And I think that really sets the tone if we will go that direction 
of holiness and integrity and godliness with information. Absolutely. And I, I would add this. This is probably the last thing I would say about it today is if you want to erode trust, have loose lips. If you want to have your people not trust you with information, be known as someone who shares it elsewhere. Because if they know you're telling it, they're not going to tell you stuff in the future. You know, that, that's the old adage, loose lips sink ships. And, and so you've got to be guarded with your speech and, and be very careful. Just even if they don't say, don't tell anybody, keep this confidential. We need to, why do I need to share this? Is this my information to share or do I just need to keep it to myself? And I think if we would keep our mouth shut a lot of times, one, it would help us, but it would also keep trust in a lot of ways. And so we shouldn't be the type of people that, others have to question whether or not they should tell us information that needs to be confidential. But if you're known for telling everything you know, you're not going to have people be as open and forthcoming with you when they really should be because you've eroded that trust by the way you speak out. Well, all good information. And I will tell you, you do, do not have to keep this podcast confidential. We want you to be able to share it, uh, like it, subscribe to it. Um, let everybody know. It's yes, okay. It's something you don't have else to keep it confidential at all. So, yes, and something else that you do not need to keep confidential is Central Baptist College. Oh, you know sponsor. what else we don't? Have That's our sponsor. That's right. So we want you to not keep this confidential at cbc.edu. Check them out. It's a great school. Great. Uh, programs that can help you finish your degree if you started or they can get you started if you never did start before or if you've got a student who's considering college and here's the thing I know the semester has already started but if you're finishing up a degree you don't have to wait till the semester to start they have sessions that start almost every five or six weeks that you could plug in and get to work on your degree so check them out at cdc.edu Central Baptist College in Conway Arkansas we are thankful for them as sponsors don't keep them confidential but do keep the things confidential you need to in ministry. That's right. Hey, Ben, always good to chat with you about ministry and life. Look forward to uh, our next episode. And again, don't keep this episode or any of our episodes. So make sure you share, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you have a great day. You've been listening to Chair 2 Leaders. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest updates, and make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to Chair 2 Leaders wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening.